We've been told to make disciples, but so many of us don't know what that means. This week on the podcast, we're going to take a look at the discipleship path and the tools that we've created to go along with the closer method that will help you to be an effective disciple maker. Welcome to the Closer Look podcast, where we are equipping believers to grow closer to God and to others through a closer look at discipleship. Hello, everyone. My name is Julie Keeler, and I am the author and creator of Closer Look Discipleship. Thanks for joining us again. On our first episode, I explained the Closer Bible Study Method. Today, I'm going to explain the Closer Discipleship Model. How many of you are quite confused when it comes to discipleship? You may be trying to fulfill Jesus' mission, but aren't sure if you are doing it right, or you're a little fuzzy as to what should come next. At Closer, we don't want to just give you a Bible study. We want to equip you to be a good disciple maker with that Bible study. First, let's clarify the difference between Bible study and discipleship. Bible study is about opening our Bible and finding truths within it about God, ourselves, and our world. That's pretty much it. Discipleship is a bit richer, though. In John 17, 17, Jesus prayed for his disciples, sanctify them in truth. Your word is truth. To sanctify is to set apart. As disciples of Jesus, we are to be set apart from the world and set apart to the Father. We are to be different from the world around us. Discipleship is about coming alongside then another believer for the purpose of seeing transformation in their life according to God's word. We could say discipleship is transformation. That might be a simple definition, but it's not simple to do. Think about it. In order for a leader to guide their group members towards change, they have to be a trusted person in their life. They have to be able to assess a situation with a biblical lens, and they have to be able to ask the right questions. A disciple maker acts as a trusted friend, a shepherd, a guide, a coach, and even a consultant at times. So discipleship is not simply asking an application-oriented question. It's the art of making a real connection with them for the purpose of pointing the way. So to help with this task of building stronger relationships, we have provided closer conversations and discipleship tips within the workbook. Closer conversations are conversation starters that are deeper than your traditional icebreakers. These questions are designed to get at the heart of someone's walk with the Lord. One example of a conversation starter is, what is your goal for this study? What are you hoping to gain? There is one conversation starter for every week of study, and they progress in their challenge to one another. We recommend taking time outside of the study to ask your group members individually. In our closer community, we recommend calling the ladies each week individually. This helps you to get to know them, but this is also an opportunity to ask these deeper questions that they might not be willing to share within the group. Not to mention then you can use your group time to focus on study rather than on individual stories, which are needed, but they eat up a lot of time of the group. In addition to conversation starters, we have woven discipleship tips into every week. These tips help you to build the right environment for trust, to assess the situation biblically, and to ask good questions. 
Think of it like bite-sized pieces of training within the workbook. We know you'll be blessed by those. So those are the three tools of the workbook, the closer method, the closer conversations, and the discipleship tips. In a later episode, we'll be talking about how these three tools fit into a week. Brenda Rhoda will be sharing what a disciple maker can do before, during, and after their group in order to build better relationships and to create more effective study time. You won't want to miss that. This podcast is also part of the discipleship arm of our ministry. We started it so that we could equip our leaders and teachers. We believe that disciple makers need to be trained and they need someone pouring into them as well. That's why we're doing this. The podcast is going to cover everything from discipleship to leadership tips to developing a teaching, all of which are part of discipleship. Last episode, I shared what I believe to be the first two needs of the local church, Bible literacy and inclusive Bible studies. The third need that I see is clarity. I wanted to add intentionality onto that sentence, but really intentionality naturally happens when there is clarity. And intentionality naturally falls to the wayside when there isn't. Think about it. It's really hard to lead someone intentionally if you don't know where you're going. So, that's why we outline the path and stages for spiritual growth. They are there to help you and your group members identify your own spiritual growth needs. Our church uses the real-life discipleship model, which is fantastic, and we highly recommend checking it out. For closer, our model is similar, but it has some other features that we added in. When I graduated from college more than 20 years ago, I was a special education teacher. The way special education works is that you identify the students' gaps in view of the curriculum standards and then make a plan to fill in the gaps. In fact, that's kind of how all of education works. You identify a goal, assess what you need to reach the goal, and then start moving towards that goal using milestones. But unfortunately, that's not always how it goes in discipleship. We know the goal is to be like Jesus, and we know we need to grow to get there, but we don't always know the milestones and tools we need along the way. That's what closer discipleship does. It it adds in milestones and tools for you to use along with a path. So quick word of clarification though, I am not saying we should treat spiritual growth like we do school where we have tests and benchmarks by which we evaluate others. That feels quite legalistic and that's kind of the opposite of what we're trying to do. What I'm saying is that we need to clarify for people some milestones to mark the path and identify what they need to do to get there. Because if they know that, they're much more motivated and much more likely to take up the challenge for themselves. Three areas of milestones that we talk about at Closer are Bible knowledge, church connection, and service within the church. Do we really need those milestones? Well, let me ask you this question. How many believers do you know that seem to be meandering in their walk with the Lord? How many of you know believers who've been in Bible study groups for a long time, but they have a bunch of misconceptions or half-truths or maybe even worse yet, they don't even act like Christians? How many of you know believers who haven't grown much beyond basic knowledge of faith? Well, Paul saw this happen in the church at Corinth, so I'm going to guess that you know some of them as well. To the Corinthians, he said, 
I fed you with milk, not solid food, talking about when he first brought them to faith. For He says, for you were not ready for it. But now he says, indeed, you are still not ready. The Corinthians had never grown beyond that initial foundation of faith that Paul had instilled in them. And Paul was not just explaining this to them, that they were still baby Christians. He was actually admonishing them for not having moved beyond that point. So if it can happen to the Corinthians, it can happen to us. We need to move beyond foundational truths to a richer understanding of God's word and our purpose in his church if we're ever to be effective for him. I think the problem is that there are not just foundational truths to be learned, but there are also needs for each stage. And we might not know what they are, though. I want you to listen to the Apostle John in 1 John. He says, I am writing to you, little children, because your sins are forgiven for his name's sake. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have overcome the evil one. He was speaking metaphorically of different stages of growth. The young in their faith, the growing in their faith, and the mature in their faith. And he recognizes that each of them have learned something different about God and themselves at each of these stages. The little children have learned that their sins are forgiven. Those that are mature in faith have come to understand and know Jesus well. And those young men, those who are growing in their faith, they have learned to overcome the evil one. So right there we see that there are different stages of knowledge, of understanding, of growth, and they need to be understood by all of us. So should we do the same and offer specific learning opportunities for specific stages of growth? Of course we should. That's our discipleship path. We identify four stages of growth with milestones for each stage, and we give leaders and disciples tools to use, like the closer conversations, but there's other things in there, other workbooks to help them learn to be a good disciple maker or to take a spiritual gift assessment um, or to even do a personal assessment to, er- to find areas of struggle. We are not saying that this is a cookie cutter thing where you move from one thing to the next to the next. Rather, we're just saying, let's just talk about what some of those milestones within the stages might look like and see if we can use that to help facilitate growth. It's both motivating and responsible for us to define a path for growth. If people know where they're going and they know some markers along their way, they're much more likely to go on the journey. And that's what we're trying to do at Closer Discipleship. I encourage you to check it out on our website at gracetoday.org closer. We've got our workbooks. We've got our resources. We've got our path all on there. And you can also see our team and see the faces of all the people at our church who work to make this possible. You can find all of our workbooks and resources on our website. If you want to start a closer community, there is a how-to guide on our website as well. And of course, if you need support or have any questions, we are here for you. Check out our website at gracetoday.org closer. We are all about equipping individuals through their local church to grow closer to God and to each other through a closer look at their Bible and a closer look at discipleship.